Hello there, how's it going? Today we are going to talk about Ritville refinement and to introduce this I must speak about two softwares that I have been using to do this and I will let in the description the websites that you can use to download them so both of them are uh, open source so you don't need to pay anything and I really recommend you to use them because uh, I use them in my research and my research group also use this so it's really good uh, so the best thing doing science with open source is that it's I would say democratic I can use the same software that you can use and I guess that's so nice but before we started I really want to ask you to share this podcast, to like this podcast on our favorite platform. And please, if you wonder about any content or anything, if you have any question, let me know and send me an email or a DM on Instagram. By the way, my name is Vinny and I am a Matthews engineer. The first software I want to talk to you is Vista. I'm not sure if it's like that, if it pronounces, but it is V-E-S-T-A and this is uh, a software that we can create and we can open CIF data. So this CIF data uh, is the data that we can, for example, uh, this BCC structures, crystalline structures that I always uh, that I always mention in here we can create one and we also can open a CIF in this software for example if uh, I open a crystalline structure in here I can see its 3D model and I can see the atoms in their uh, exactly position of this structure and for example I have the X, I and Z positions, uh, the, the occupancy, um, the site, the weak off positions, right? And I, I'm not going to explain all, all of that because it's a little bit complicated but the best thing is you can create your own crystalline structure or open one that you can download or someone can share with, with you. That's that's so nice and we can also simulate its diffraction pattern its theoretical diffraction pattern using this software and you also can compare with your uh, diffraction, your real, your measured diffraction pattern so basically this software manage this information, this outside theoretical information about your structure and this information, this CIF, uh, we also can find in a website, it's called Crystallography Open Database, I'll also let in the description. So this uh, COD, it's a open source and we also can download the CIF data and we can open and check everything that we need uh, using the Vista and we also can use this as a start point to create another crystalline structure. Uh, something that I forgot to say is that we also have lattice parameter, we have everything, everything about crystallography we can put inside of this software or we can take from this. We can 
take from this software all the information so we can change any information that we need and we can put in there and that's it it's incredible the thing that I really want to discuss with you here in this episode is about the readable refinement and to do this you must have the CIF data so if you have created using the Vista or if you have downloaded from CO, the COD website you have to open uh, another uh, software to do that to match uh, as I said we can calculate or estimate what would be the theoretical diffraction pattern of the CIF data and basically the Richvel refinement is a kind of match of this theoretical with your experimental one. So the other uh, software it's called GSAS2. So GSAS is G-S-A-S-2 and 2 is not the regular number, it's a Roman numeral so it's 2 using this one, okay? And I will also let in the description the link that you can download this and they have all the instructions to download, to install everything and that's easy and I guess the, the worst part is using this software so you may have to understand about crystallography and it's not just opening your files and your data and matching stuff it's not like that and obviously there are some YouTube videos that you can check this on the internet and you can see how it works and how to create your crystalline structure using Vista how to uh, do the Ritual refinement as well and in 2019 I had the opportunity to meet Bob the creator of GSAS and we worked a lot he taught me a lot about the software and he's a really nice guy, he's a great guy and so sympathetic it was really cool doing this uh, in the workshop in Canada so I'm not sure if he's listening this or he would remember about me but that was a good opportunity to to know someone that have created a software that is open source and everybody can use just make sure he's not sponsoring this no one has sponsored this episode so I'm just sharing this with you okay I open my GSAS here and I open a diffraction pattern that I have already done the readable refinement so as we open this we have to go to import importing the phase so the powder data and I open the powder data that I, that I want to refine after opening your diffraction pattern the one that you measured you have to open your CIF data and you go to import phase and open your CIF file after that you have both opened and the thing is you have many options here on the left side because GSAS has two windows so the one you have your uh, diffraction pattern so it's just a graphic information and the other is is where you you can change stuff you can change everything to refine so starting here in the first one uh, we have the project where it's saved notebook controls uh, covariance 
So here we have main information and as we do the refinement we can check here. So I won't explain that because it's rather complicated to explain here. If you use another software, probably you're going to understand what I'm talking here. The next is constraints. So I, I, I don't usually use all of them. Restraints, neither. Uh, so after we have PWDR, below that there's comments. If you have written something in your file, you'd probably see in comments. And limits, so limits, it's the two theta that you have done your diffraction pattern. So for example, mine here is from 15 to 90. Background, background is important. I usually use the Shebai's Chevy uh, background function and number of coefficient as 5. So I usually use this one and I guess I have a good fit. So you probably want to change or see. You can investigate what would be the best for you. And you have instrument parameters. And here, I'm not going to explain here, but you have to make sure that your source type will be um, the correct. So for me, it's copper K alpha, and it could be molybdenum, uh, iron, chromium, titanium. So it depends on the target that you have in your lab to do to perform the diffraction pattern. So make sure that you have chosen the correct one. And after I'm going to come back in here. So we have also instrument parameters. We have sample parameters here. Um, you have to make sure about the diffractometer type. I, in my case, is Bragg Bentano, and there, there is another uh, option like Debye Schreher, and you have to make sure what is the correct one for you. And also the goniometer uh, radius, because in my case is 250 millimeters, and you have to change this based on your uh, your machine in your lab. After we have peak list, index peaks list, unit cells list, and reflection lists. Uh, I usually uh, use background and instrument parameters. And obviously in the background, I select the background that I want to uh, use as a calculator uh, to be the fit for my, my experiment. So here we have always to let checked the box of the background. So every time that we do a refinement, the background must be refined as well. Okay. So the last option will be the face. So you you can add here as many phases as you want or as you need, because we can take, for example, information from diffraction from two or more phases in in a diffraction pattern. So as I clicked on the phase, I have general information, data, atoms, raw options. So general information will be the name that you have. You must add as you add your phase, as you add the CIF file. Below that, we have uh, the lattice parameters like A and C. So you can change this you also have the space group here 
which is based on the, the CIF. So I usually change or uh, refine this so we can refine the unit cell by refining the lattice parameters. And if you click on data, we would have many other informations like uh, phase fraction, the thing that I said to you that we can refine based on the, the phase fractions that you have, you might have in your sample. The size, below that there is size, which is the particle size, so it depends on the particles that you have in your material, so you also can refine that. Uh, micro strain, so it's also important because both of them are going to change uh, the position of your peaks. So in this case is information about your, your sample. So you have to make sure that you know what you're going to refine. So you don't need to refine everything, but you have to refine what is uh, important for your experiment. So what you are going to refine must make sense, uh, I mean, physically speaking. So in my case, I have refined the size, the particle size and micro strain. For me, it's important, it's going to help me to fit better my, my peaks. And on atoms, we have all the atoms that is, they came from the CIF file. Here, you must be sure that you have uh, the element, the exact element. For example, if you double click one of the elements, you appear the element table and you can select, for example, anions, ions, so it, it changes, so make sure that you have selected the right element or its type as you need. So you also must be sure that all the information here about your crystalline structure is the same from your CIF file. So the X, Y and Z position, the fraction, um, and mood M-U-L-T would be the weak off positions, okay? So make sure that all these information are correct because it changes everything, okay? So the thing that I want to come back here is about the instrument parameters. So instrument parameters uh, here on the left side we have U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. I usually refine U, V, W, X, and Y. There are some functions that is used to do the refinement and they help you to, to do better your refinement. So for example, uh, they depend on the sample, the way that you prepared your sample, depend on the machine that you have used to, to perform the experiment and it's not going to be the same values if you use another sample using the same machine they are going to change because it depends on how do you do this so we we can use for example a controlled sample a sample that you know is the exact information about micro strength particle size lattice parameters and using this you can mix with your sample and you can do the refinement, the ritual refinement, and fit this this uh, element or this sample that you mixed with yours, and you can calculate, you can refine U, V, W, uh, X, and Y. 
as you do that you can use this information to uh, refine your sample your uh, diffraction pattern because it, it would be better compared with one that we, we don't do that but look um, the thing I'm talking here it depends on what you need and what you want from your diffraction pattern so to do a really nice refinement you would have to have a intensity about 10,000 my experiment here my sample I have about 2,000 is not like 10,000 but I can I can check all the information that I need for example the lattice parameter it not it doesn't need to be this number because it depends on your research so if you need something really really precisely you should look to use it a non uh, element or material that you can check all the information from your instrument parameters so I know that's complicated to understand all of that through a podcast but the thing that I really want to share is that you can use those softwares and because they are open source so don't forget to check them to if you haven't if you have never seen them so don't forget to use them and if you have any question about this uh, let me know send me an email or, or a message on Instagram I hope you have enjoyed. Thanks for listening. See you in the next episode.